0: LFC Day Trippers, brought to you by bookmakers.com.
1: So good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and the man is back. He's had a lovely big holiday. Um, he had to get out of Spain because it was too hot, but he's back. It is Shawnee Lawson. Shawnee, great to have you back. How are you? Uh,
0: it's good to be back. Good to yeah. be back. Nice little uh, nice little break from the madness. Not much went on since I left anyway. <laughs> uh,
1: not, no, not much went on, right? And I thought we were going to have a quiet week. Um, we are trying to think of shows to do it's going to be fairly quiet but me and Emma were saying on Sunday night maybe stuff has to happen this week and then it's all just kicked off again today and um, we all sorts of links so we're going to go through them Um we we'll go through all the names all the players I want I want your view on where you think we should go with this because it's been two and a half weeks or something since you've been on so Faber has happened then in that time but nothing's happened if you know what I mean there's just been loads said and loads of theories thrown out there so and um, before we go on there's loads of you watching already loads and loads of you so hit the like button and um, subscribe hit the bell icon so you know when we go live but the like button is really important it helps us it really really does um more and more of you been hitting it and the results have shown um so please keep doing so um <clears throat> but shawnee look there's loads there um, that you, you've you given a view on in a couple of weeks ago and it's, everything's kind of moved on a little bit from there. Henderson, Fabinho going, left out of the squad to Germany, 40 million. Now, I don't know, he has the wrong dog. He's not allowed into Saudi Arabia, stuff like that. Um, now they're talking about the money and both sides are trying to sort this out. And But let's start with Henderson and Fabinho just to get them out of the way, right? Rumours going around today that Henderson's at Anfield doing some sort of farewell video or maybe he's not going, he's telling us why, I don't know. And Fabinho, who, you know, that one looked a lot more straightforward, wasn't in the squad, 40 million, looked like Liverpool were going to take it, the player wanted to go, and it seems to have dragged on. So where are you with both of them?
0: Yeah, I've, I've kind of made me peace with both of them. Um, I, was, I was a little bit annoyed about how the Henderson thing played out, um, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, you could see exactly what was going on there and kind of tried to strong hand the club and I think look I'm I'm, Henderson is one who's split opinion in the Liverpool fan base since the day he walked in but he's a player I love and I adore and I the utmost respect for him and how he handled himself and how he led Liverpool football club always to the best of his ability and it might not look he wasn't the most technical player we ever had but I was just a little bit um. It's a bit like, what the fuck are you doing, sort of thing, the way it played out. Now, whatever about people feel about Saudi Arabia, I just feel if he was going to any other country and he was playing out the way it played out, I still feel like what you're doing, you're fucking idiot. You're clearly using your position here in the club when you're getting a load of money and you think you're just, they're just going to go for free. It's not gonna work like that, and we can see clearly that he's fucking he's using Dom King hmm. uh, to uh, to push the narrative that that Henderson wants out there. The Fabinho one was like just like a, a regular transfer up until a couple of days ago when all this fucking mad stuff started about his dog not being allowed in the country. Like you know what I mean? Like it, Shani, it's just it's. I
1: i'm gonna be honest with you right you know me i love the golf right people are saying your mic is a bit crackly so you might i don't know you might go with the without the headphone or the earpiece um but genuinely i switched off from football last friday when the open was on and i was setting up the show for sunday and people started talking about dogs and i was like what's going on here the last dog i knew about was was the one outside goodison that saved everything from relegation and somebody said to me on twitter no, 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 the deal could be in doubt because his dog isn't allowed in Saudi Arabia. And I was like, this is fucking off the wall. Shani, that's how fucking stupid it's getting. You know, his dog isn't allowed in the country. That's the sort of stuff where does, is that just how mad this is? Or is it just a case of, does anybody know what's going on here? Listen, let's, let's just talk about his dog. It
0: just goes to show the way Saudi Arabia is. It's fucking like... If I was there I'd be more worried about Fabinho's wife and the mouth on hole? And the fucking trouble she might cause. She's a blade, mad extreme bleeding right winger. They love your man Bolsonaro going over there. And she's real fucking opinionated and views and stuff like this. But it's funny now how um, Amoraldi might slip away when big fat checks are getting waved in her face. But I, I was reading it today and I was like, what the fuck? And then Einstein saying, it's nothing got to do with the dog. And having happened to release these ones. Like journalists haven't to mention the dog. Yeah, like we all know what's going on there. And think, I know people are saying that the PIF only owned four of the clubs, but they really own them all. Like it's all being backed by NBA. It's all being backed by the country. It's all being backed by the state. And if you're offering Mbappe 14 million a week in wages, you, you can't be. And uh, like uh, like I'm saying this, and like imagine this time last year we'd have been saying stuff like this. You would have think we were all on mushrooms or something. Like, €13 million a week, they're offering Mbappe to play football. And then they're going to clubs then trying to play poppers. You can't be going around saying that this is a big project that you have and you're going to put €30 into the sport. And then expect clubs not to fucking want that pound of flesh. Mm. Because no matter how hard they try, it's new money. And and this is a completely new thing to them. They They got away with it with golf and stuff like that because... It's just not it's not as big as football but you need to have a look at like thinking to yourself going it's just amateurs a lot of these deals seem to have dragged in terms in Saudi Arabia we've seen what was going on the other day with, with Fulham when they were like now you can't have Mitrovic and they were like alright well I'm just going to activate your managers release clause and, and, and see if he can tempt him coming out but it's just like complete and utter disruption like the window opened in June and they waited to July to start at rattling cages. Now, I'm happy for the both, both of the boys to move on. I think I think it's good business from Liverpool if you're just being if you're just, just thinking about it in a business sense, forget where they're going. I think it's good good business for Liverpool in terms of getting rid of two lads who like we said after the last game last year, Gav, H- Henderson Henderson's legs just down, there are not there anymore. And I'd no doubt in my mind that he would have been a more effective player if he was used sparingly this season. But they're just not the same players and what we're trying to do I think it's an apt opportunity for, for us to get these lads out and, and replace them but it's only going to be good business if we do what's required after they leave do you know mm-hmm. what I like, mean if in hindsight they both fuck off and they're just replaced by Labia they're being left short like, you know what I mean do so,
1: you expect them both to go
0: uh, I, I I'm not I'm, I'm not sure because it, it, it seems like a bit of a fucking circus to me. got the half Fabinho. thing. Well, mistake. well,
1: just on Henderson, right? Just we go to Fabinho in a minute. On Henderson, it was like is my mic any better, by the way? Perfect, absolutely perfect. Sorry. Um, on the Henderson thing, it was like he went to Germany. Then he didn't. He didn't appear in the fourth game. Then he left Germany. Then it was like, and this is when Dom King starts spinning this narrative that you know. Oh well, you know the offers in there, but he has a lot to think about. And we're like, well, damn, hold on a minute ago, a minute ago you were telling us he's been offered all these fucking riches, and he's agreed it's up, and he was trying to push Liverpool to accept fuck all, you know the sort of way. And it, the talk was he was going to meet up with this, this Steven Gerrard side in Croatia, I think it was, um, which would have been last night. They were talking about it. There's rumors that at Anfield today doing some sort of video. So do you expect him to go? Yeah, house? I think. Yeah. I
0: think the Henderson one is as good as done. If you've seen him today he doing his good boys at Anfield. And that, do you know what, Gareth? That's what pisses me off more than any of it. It's not, it's not that it pisses me off. I just I find it quite sad, actually, that he's saying goodbye in an empty stadium. And he would have looked at what happened a couple of months ago Bobby probably thinking in the back of his head, this is coming down the line for me. And he would have fully deserved it. Like, don't tell me. Look, like, he would have fully deserved it. and No matter what anyone says or anyone feels about him, you can't say that he wouldn't deserve, deserve the send-off to send-off the go with anyone. Mm. But the fact he like he's robbed himself of that now, like, and obviously the money's worth more to him. At the end of the day, Like Jordan Henderson's not going to die broke. He was never going to die broke, considering the career he's had at Liverpool. But I just do think that maybe five, six, seven years down the line, he's probably thinking, fucking hell, I should have been getting handed a plaque. By Kenny Dalglish in a in a, in front of a packed field stadium, and they probably would have put putting big murals up at me and, and stuff like that, and getting the adulation that I deserve from the fans. Like Henderson is loved between the fan base, and I mean when I mean fan base, I mean match going fans. I mean like like you, you wouldn't see him or you wouldn't hear much of that when you're out and around. You only see the kind of vitriol towards him on social media. It's it's not something that. Accurately reflects how the, the fan base feels about the player and that's the thing about me. That's that's the thing that I can find aside that he's He's gone now like you know what I mean? He, he's Out the gap and that's it. There's no no big fucking long no longer boy now six weeks before the end of the season Henderson's finished and, and, and he's just gone now and look I think Purely football terms, it's a good move, but I just there, there is part of me that feels like you kind of you, you let yourself down there, Jordan. People, might I think the time,
1: different. I think, I think the timing is poor. I think, yeah. I think you know you can argue all day about the <coughs> the money and where he's going and stuff. And the biggest argument around all this probably wasn't a football one, and probably wasn't a money one. It was a moral one, um, and just because of the position Henderson has put himself in over the years with regards to um lgbt yeah. and stuff like that and then so so that kind of the...
0: G- G- um, G- 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 i just want to say something on that actually right i don't like i i was getting into i won't say arguments there was debates going on on twitter the other day because i was turning around and saying look i won't say that i don't care about the fact that henderson was uh, an advocate for lgbtq plus and he was a, a figurehead to sound to like a big section of the fan base that probably felt well represented by Henderson and probably loved everything he, st- he stood for. It doesn't bother me that he's going to Saudi Arabia, but the like the, the thing that will like that will hurt a lot of fans who who probably looked up to Henderson, and I, I don't think that's up to, for people that that doesn't apply to the gatekeep on that. You can't turn around and go, why are fucking fans giving out because he's, he's getting seven hundred grand," because people are probably gay that follow Liverpool and probably are thinking. Look at this. For this is this is the captain of my football club, the biggest football clubs in England, and he's standing up for that. And and that will feel hollow to a lot to that big to that section of the fan base now. Yeah, I think it's I think
1: it's doubled. I think it's doubled down on the fact he's a club captain as well. I think yeah that's, yeah that, that's 100. No, he
0: was like, the, he was the, look he was the he was the handle shuffling lifting all the trophies in the annals of foot like you see the picture now with Emlyn Hughes and Graham Sewness and Dag Leach and. The pictures of Gerard and Istanbul, like he's gonna be at the forefront of all of them, and that's kind of sh- that, that, Not for me; it's not tarnished for me because I, I still love him. But there will be a section in the fan base that are massively let down by that, mm. and and that's just the reality of it. Yeah. And uh, it, it's not your place to say if it doesn't affect you because the fucking the fact of the matter is where he's going to play football, the stuff that he championed and campaigned for, you'd be locked up. I yeah. probably bought down a store. Like you'd be probably killed, and and, yeah. and 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 that's. I don't think that's extreme to say that. Or I, I think that's just the fucking reality of it. And how much money makes all that go away? And in this case, it it just took him a quadrupling of a salary for him to, to drop all that like a hot snot And yeah. again, I just feel that uh, a, a, a a big section of this fan base will feel massively, massively let down by Henderson and will forever taint their his legacy and their heads. And you can't have any quarrels with that because it's just that's that's the way it all that's that's just how it is unfortunately.
1: Ido Aido with a super chat says Chelsea signing players on eight year contracts. Um feels that like they definitely had a heads up on all this with regards to Saudi Arabia coming in players on one in two years left in the deal and looking for pittance. Um I'm not too sure. I think the eight-year deal either might be just the fact that they wanted to spread out payments over eight years rather than five, and try their best around FFP because they were spending colossal money. Darius Hoyt is laughing at the are laughing at the, at the point that Hendo was loved. He says, "I adore Hendo," but I can tell you that that is a lie. Darius, I'm being honest with you. I've been in Amfield many, many times and had huge sections of Amfield singing. Jordan Henderson's name um, and I've seen away-ends doing the exact same. Um, I think Henderson, I think on a footballing sense and what Henderson's done for the club, I don't think can be argued. You know, my, my whole thing on this is, yeah, look at the money, yeah, look at where he's gone but the, the only thing that kind of sticks out to me is you kind of painted yourself into a corner here and it's a hard one to get out of um, with regards to the moral side of it and um, I think you'll struggle to get out of that side and I will tarnish him with a lot of people. Um, just on Fabinho, You know, it looks like he's gone. Any in it now, we're having the stuff over the dogs. And and I've seen reports today saying, look, um, they're trying to get the deal done. Both sides want it done and trying to sort out any complications. I don't know what the complications will be. Because when the team turns up and says, we'll give you 40 million. And Fabinho says, I'm not going to Germany because I want to take this offer. Which is probably, I don't know, it could double his wages or triple his wage. I don't know what it is. Where's the complication? And you'd have to think that the complication is we'll put forty million in, we'll unsettle the player, we'll offer him this big contract, and then the player sits there going, Liverpool, will you take X amount? You know, and I can go to earn all this money. And Liverpool are saying, No. We got you go for forty million. You know, on the other side, we're gonna talk about Lavi in a minute. Southampton on one fifty. Liverpool apparently putting a bid when we talk about that in a bit. But the only complication oh, no, I God, can see here is that the forty million on
0: yeah. LFC Monty come in there in the comments saying like it's virtue signaling. It's not virtue signaling because I'm telling you it's not something that overly bothers me because it doesn't affect me. But you can't tell people who are homosexual that they're fucking virtue signaling and they're upset that a fella who they felt represented the fan base is going to play in a country where it's fucking illegal. You know, you know, you can't, you can't not, you can't not, you can't say that's fucking virtue signaling just because it doesn't affect you. It doesn't mean it's virtue signaling. I don't really give a bollocks that Henderson was the face of that, but I know, I know that it's, it's. There's a large section in the fan base that will be genuinely hurt by that, and you have to acknowledge that. Mm. I think, the,
1: I think there's face. even, a, I think there's even a section of the fan base
0: say it's virtue signaling, and I'm not gonna go on about it because it's, it's, it's not a fucking political podcast. But the thing is, you can't pretend it's not an issue for a section of the fan base. Just because you're not affected by it, just because it doesn't, it doesn't particularly fucking rattle your cage, like it will harm the outlook of a large section of the Liverpool fan base, and that's the reality of it. And I, oh, I think that's sad as well. Mm. And you can't just turn around and say, "Oh, it's fucking like nobody really." You do the same if you're, of course, I do the same. Yeah, no, ravishing Rick, because real because I can. not
1: Ravishing Rick Rail, who we know, says uh, he thinks that the person meant that Henderson will virtue signal, but I don't think very. I don't think Henderson was needed to put himself in position to virtue signal. That's that's the way it is. Like I think, I think what you're seeing from a fan base and and especially um, you know people that are LGBT or whatever, they when they see the looks of Jordan Henderson coming out and speaking about this and others, it's not only Jordan Henderson. Like he's not leading a one man crusade in the UK. I think it gives them the confidence that if they're a bit unsure about their sexuality or telling people or being open about it, it gave them the confidence to, to to be open about it and to, you know, go to matches with their partners and stuff like that where they wouldn't have done before. And that's where it kind of holds people. It doesn't affect me. No, the, Um, directly doesn't affect me. But it does affect other people that off the back of Jordan Henderson and others have the confidence to be more confident about who they are. And then it's kind of... Oh, I'm not going and doing this, and now look at this, you know, look at this fella, but that's the way it is. Um, um Sorry, uh, LFC Monty says, it's more the messenger, not the message, Johnny. Sorry no, for no, not I making that. that clear. That's fair. No, right. no I, get that. I um, get that. So, so Fabinho, right, let's say he is going, and you're saying it's good business, it'd be 52 million between the two of them. Let's say he is going, right, Um, you're happy with that, I presume, because you think we're getting his money back, and he hasn't been great for the last eighteen months, but what happens if he doesn't?
0: I'm not mad if he doesn't. I'm, like, in, in an idea, like, I think in an ideal world now, Lavia comes in and Fabinho hangs around. And I think, again, like, much like, like I said, Fabinho does look like his legs are on the way, but I'd expect him to be better next year with a fucking midfield around them, with, with McAllister, Savosloy and, and fucking uh, Lavia in there to kind of take the weight off him. He, he won't be expected to play twice a week because you won't have to play your Open League group stage games anyway until after Christmas. So, like, I I think the money, I think it's it'd be great money to get for him. But I, I don't think... Um, it wouldn't be something that would screw us over if this move did fall through. So, I, I'd imagine that the club are probably really relaxed on it. Talk you know?
1: is his due back into training tomorrow if this isn't advanced or something. in some way.
0: Yeah, well, look, if he has to train, he has to train, but like, if, he, if he shows up and trains tomorrow, it doesn't mean the fucking, he's not going to go. It just mm-hmm. means that they're covering their hearts so that if it does fall through, that he's ready to play games when we need him. Because there's no point having the fella just sit and boy. I, I still think he goes. I, I do, I really do. Like, the, I remember when Ronaldo force went to Saudi Arabia, there was people saying that there was going to be an issue with fucking it's bored sleeping in the same room with them because they're not married and that's the laura over there So the stuff i was coming out look you're showing yourself up here it's a fucking french bulldog it's highly, he's hardly bringing a, a, a fucking exotic line in it's like blading what's that never, uh I need nothing to declare and blading on the telly mm-hmm. and, <laughs> yeah. uh, L was bringing plant pots into Australia yeah, full of That does be mental, brown. doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely madly. <laughs> it's a fucking dog for folks. Like, they're probably all living in big condos out there. He's not going to be leaving an apartment. Like, you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, Sean Bork asked the
1: question. Crazy, he, I'm a, Sean Bork asked the question I, I was really asking, to be honest. He said, would you be worried about his commitment if it didn't happen? Because he, I'm sure, I'm presuming it's him that pushes to not go to Germany because he wants this deal hasn't been near Liverpool's pre-season wants this deal done could be part of you know the Saudis going oh we don't really want to give 40 now I'm kind of leaning on Liverpool a little bit is there an argument there to say no this kind of has to happen because it's gone a bit too it's not like a deal comes in and it's like Liverpool accept it and go Fabinho we've accepted go it's been a bit of the other way around would you be worried over his commitment?
0: Yeah, there will be questions, yeah. There will be questions, but I've no issue with how it's been handled. It's been handled like a normal transfer, I think. I think the issue with the air is I just think the fucking the Saudis are pure amateur when it when it comes to this stuff. It's all, it's all very new to them. It's the same group of people buying players for nearly all the clubs. So, imagine the amount of deals that they're working on. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's... It seems to be common theme with the moves that they just take longer than usual. It's just this is like something out of the Blade in Ireland's own magazine. The fucking we they can't go into the country because because the dogs. It's mad whether that is or isn't the truth. And um,
1: it's like someone throwing up an Ireland with a snake and people go no Saint Patrick said they're not allowed here. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's,
0: yeah, and the thing is, if it doesn't, if those does fall through, and clubs around Europe now is priced, someone might want to take a gamble on them. You know, like that's what it is I'm, I'm relaxed about it if Fabinho stays, I see the positive in it if he goes, I see the positive in it as well uh, mm-hmm. but the only worry would be that is if it's two out and one in I think we're in trouble if mm-hmm. it's two out, there has to be two in, definitely
1: yeah. Well let, let we get to that now uh, you says, I lived in Australia for a bit I had a half-eaten sandwich in my bag of immigration and thought I was going to get the flirting squad um, I remember that programme and, and in fairness, like I'm coming off the planes with all sorts like bags of seeds and all the Australians just don't have any bar of that don't they like, no, no. and you don't even take it off you can go listen enjoy your holiday they just go you're not coming into this country you had the audacity to turn up with a pack of peanuts it's not happening fuck off back where you came from um, it's absolutely mental um, Arge throws up something here before, just before we go into Lavia now, I agree with you let's get it out there now if if them two boys go two have to come in You just have yeah. to I think there are a sweet spot at eight midfielders these two go here down to six, bring, in two, bring you back to eight. Fine. Eight. The eight that's there is better than the nine that was there last year. You know what I mean? Um, Arge says, the Andre deal has legs, lads. We have good links with the club. Alisson and that younger keeper we got played for the club. was that, Is it Fluminese, this guy, Andre, is that? Yeah. Um, linked, 22-year-old, linked for, I think, £20 million. Pounds. And look, Keith Punk is probably the man to talk to about this, you know, rather than me and you, but does that feel like the right profile of Link Shawnee if Lavia is there as well? Because that's two young players and I'm not against it. I had this with Kev last week at all. Yeah. I'm not against if I'm,
0: it. If I'm being brutally honest now, it wouldn't, wouldn't do it for me. Now, I wouldn't be fucking throwing my toys out of the pram, but you don't want to bring bring a fella in who's no Premier League experience at all mm. to it, to play alongside Lavia. I think, for me, the core Deco- like, Deco- right one makes so much sense for so many reasons because i think he's had a season in england he was really good in france before he left i think you're probably getting for a reasonable price i don't think the 70 million price tag is i I just don't i i I think Palace could be primed to get ripped apart this year because i think they were decent enough last year and they they probably need a reset so i'd be more looking at the core definitely, than, than this Andre fella because I'd be lying through me hole if I said I knew I even, he even existed mm. before. A, a lad on my job in a WhatsApp group and he was like saying, nah, he writes him, he likes him. but
1: Keith was talking about and said he's a good player because Keith watches being, so much being, South American stuff.
0: If I'm being deadly honest with you, <laughs> the fucking, the, and my mate is with a Brazilian and he's watching Corinthians all the time and he's like, the standard of football is absolutely piss. Yeah, it's shy. He said, yeah. it, 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 "I don't know what the measuring stick would be in Europe, to be honest." Uh, t- towards he said, "It probably be below the Dutch league." Yeah, like yeah, and he's that's probably not a bad thing. But like fucking, I would not be going near him, yeah, man. Andre won't because I never seen him play, and two because he's never played in the Premier League, and you don't know what you're going to get with them lads. Yeah, it, it it does take them a while to come in and settle, and this, that, and the other. So. You wouldn't you
1: wouldn't mind if they put in twenty million and said, Look, keep him for a year. You know what I mean? Or we're bringing him over here and we're gonna throw him to a Premier League team for a year. But he's not coming in to solve our midfield no. problems right now, I don't think. But then again, no. you will get people out there to go, Well, remember Soiseido and remember this and you know, and you're kinda of going, Yeah. So if we go down that like yeah, yeah, there's man, so many Andres people there's 22. so many people out yeah, but there's so many people out there that, you know, go, Oh, we missed out on on um, Enzo Fernandez and we missed out on uh Moises Saiseido, why are we scouting Sado these pairs? was pirates?
0: 18 when he moved to. to well, what I'm
1: saying is, Sean, if we brought that fella in and said, look, we got a fella from South America, we're highly rated, we're going to bring him in, people going, what? What the fuck are you doing? Will you go out and buy fifty, sixty million? So you can't win either way. But it's a link there. Um I'm sure Keith on his holidays and reading about it and being very excited. Probably Nigel with a super chat Says,
0: me, me about, says bring asked.
1: back bring back Millie Guinness on me, guys. Thanks a million uh to Nigel. And sorry, there was somebody else there says um boom boom forty three says Andre apparently says he wants to honour his commitment and finish out the season with Fluminese. Yeah, so, so that'll
0: be December January job then.
1: Yeah, um, Andre is like another form of Tiago, says Archie. He is fucking class. We've missed out on these prospects. I do agree, it's a risk, but it might be worth it. You're
0: a lying bollocks. There's not a fucking <laughs> snowball <laughs> chance in a microwave. You ever watch that fella play football outside? I'm calling you
1: on now, Andre. Me, bollocks, right? <laughs> Come here, let me talk to you. Um, so I say though, um. All sorts going on with Chelsea. It's meant to have stalled. Blah 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 blah. I'm not going in. Um, I'm not going into Soisado tonight. But Lavia. So the rumor is that Liverpool have offered somewhere around 37 million pounds for Lavia. I don't know whether that's you know 34 plus add-ons. I don't know. It's 37 million anyway. Supposedly torn down by Ham- Southampton, who came back with a counter offer. You would believe the counter offer would be no, just give us 50, will you? Um he started tonight against. Barmouth in a pre-season friendly. Um the talk is, is he played forty five minutes. Um I seen a quote a thing here earlier from Dylan O'Rourke, so I'll throw it up here, because you you've probably forgotten it by now. But um so basically uh he plays forty-five minutes in this um preseason friendly against Bournemouth. Okay, and it says Russell Martin after the Southampton game said Lavia has a lot going on in his head at the minute. Reports he looks very uninterested in the match. And Dylan reckons this will be done by Thursday. Um you, you know, we know you need to. We we agree we need to, but are you okay with Lavia being one? Because I'm I'm gonna say it now. I'm going all in on this value besides Liverpool. I want them to start in the midfield for Liverpool. Don't care who's around them. That's how that's how much I'm in, I'm into this signing.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> He's one of them players, Gav. Whenever I watch Lavia, he's impressed me. I thought he was fucking. I remember he played Chelsea. I think it was early in the season, saying he's a fucking player. And then I was like, ah, oh, he came from City and he had they have a boy black claws on him. So yeah, I was only thinking, ah, oh, well, he's gonna stay there for for a couple of years and he's gonna go back to City. And then every time you watch them and I watched the the game against Arsenal at the Emirates, he was he was fucking brilliant. No admittedly he's young and he, he makes mistakes he makes a big mistake against liverpool at st mary's but yeah. he's a 19 year old and that's to be expected and i think we'll see more of that of him next year if we do sign him same way we'd see from budget because it's just lack of experience but um he's he's unbelievable Gav. like you think of the age bracket he's in 19 years of age a specialist number six Hallman, failure all the tools he had he's good on the ball he, 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 he can turn out on the ball. He's great in the tackle. He's quick. Like, if you're profiling a 19-year-old, number six, like, there's not many around Europe that are better than him, in my opinion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and and it's just, you're, you're buying potential. And that's the price of potential these days. 50 million is not actually all that much when you, when you think about it. He's 19. So he said I was only 20. Just gone 21, I think. So, played a little bit more football on him. So, yeah, kind of, I think this is, it's similar to we talk about Colwell, I think if you're going to get this fella, like, this is the only chance you're going to get to get him because he's not going to stay. He's not going to stay at Southampton beyond this window, wherever he goes. And wherever he goes, then I think he's just going to explode. And the, the best way I can put it is if you were to bring this fella in, forget about needing the experienced fella beside him. Imagine three, four years down the line, you, you have a, a double pivot of and Lavie after playing a few years in the Premier League with the ability that they have. That's the type of midfield that you'd start away at the new Camp or at the Bernabeu in the Champions League round the 16 game. All the technical ability and the little bit of else It's going to take time. I, I do believe you would need an experienced player in as well. It, that would be the ideal situation. But I don't think fucking bringing him in as a nineteen-year-old, is going to be a complete disaster. I think if you're if out, you're, you're good enough. You're old enough. I think he's all. I think he's all. Th- think he's all like, <coughs> not, like, there's no way anyone who's not watched this fella and said, "Ah, oh, he's going to be a top player." Oh, now tell me, mind? He's going to be a top player. The doubt
1: was probably just over where Liverpool are in this midfield change. Yeah, I think, I just, was, I think in a year's time. If we had something in set, if we're talking about this in a year's time and Lavia is in the exact same position, you're going to go and get him because we're at the moving three, in, in three or four in the midfield and he's the next part of it. And you go and get him and we're, we're really solid on what we're doing and he can come in. But I just have a feeling Klopp's going to throw us a, an absolute curveball here. And he's going to, I think he's going to bring in two. I think he's going to bring in him and one slightly older than him. I don't think he's going to go for a massive experience, although I'm not against it. I just okay, feel a curveball coming. Like, so okay. I've a few I have a few comments on him and then you can you can shoot. Yeah. John says Romeo Lavia looked decidedly uninterested during the first half. This is a quote from from tonight. Head down, often walking around, show glimpses of his, of his class, but looked like a player wanting to move away, taking off a half time. Kevin Ball says he dominated Chelsea in midfield twice last season. Throw him in there. Colin Creeman says he was brilliant in a Bad Southampton side. He has very good stats also. And Brian O'Halloran says good passer, tackler, great energy, works hard for the team, and he's quick too. Um so there's a lot of people really like Romeo Lavia I think in fairness me and Kev had a ding dong last week and Kev's only thing over it was really good but I just I wouldn't put I think our argument was would you put him in and start him I would he wouldn't but then it comes back to if you're second and you need a second one in where do you go with this right because do you go with your do you go with your experience that's going to be there for two or three years to watch over this fella as he does it and by Chetich, or do you go with someone and go you know what we're going we're going balls deep here and we're just going with Lavia and I don't know pick anyone you know what I mean pick another young you know Manu Kone, someone like that. Yeah. Is Klopp willing where are you on this because I, I can I completely see the, the experience stuff but I feel yeah. a 28, 29 year old and you're just having the same conversation in two years
0: Do you know what, Gav? I'd be a lot more comfortable with this if I knew Klopp was going to stay beyond his current contract. I'd have actually no issue with it because I'd be just like, do you know what, we're fully in transition now and all we need to do is be top five next year with the new rules and we're in Europe and then we'll go again and add to the team that way. But I understand everyone wants to bring players in so we're fucking ready to win trophies next year. But I don't necessarily think that's going to be the case. I, I think we will be far better next year we still got a lot of work to do um but it, like off the top of my head i i i can't get your man the corey i i just i think he's fucking clack the corey reminds me a little bit of candy when he was at leicester the first time and we, i was at the first game of the season last year at Anfield against palace and he was fucking everywhere he was absolutely everywhere and again, any time I watched him, then after that, he really impressed. So he'd be one I'd looking at. I know you're a big fan of Douglas Luiz. I think he'd be a perfect player. He's a lot yeah, of yeah, I really like Douglas Yeah, a lot of experience and uh, a lot of quality. And I think he'd be like the, the, the a perfect type of signing. I also think Paulinho would have been a really, really good signing. But obviously, he's has he's an injury. Uh, he has an injury now, Um so. We may not push forward with that. So it, it's hard to know what we're, what we're going to do. Like, I know Emmett is banging the Heiberg drum, but I'm, if I'm being honest with you, people won't like the sound of this. If you're throwing Heiberg in there with a lab of you, it's it's not the worst, you know. I'm being deadly serious. Like, I, I do think that we do need, I've seen people in the chat saying we need a bridge player, and I agree, but it depends what way you're going to go with it. Um, and I think he could be sort of. You want just a steady Eddie in there beside them because look around there now in the midfield, we've been I won't say starved the quality, but that that was the engine room and it was always Walkman. Like genie here was quite technical, really good, never gave the ball away, but he wasn't lighting it up with goals and assists. And you had and you had Henderson there, and look, they won a the lot, but we weren't built on being fucking this flashy midfield team where they allowed. To, we just had a front three that scored a million goals. We had a, a midfield that ran that bollocks off, and we had a, a, a back line with Van Dijk and, and Alisson in it, and it, it just got us the whole way, but look at the quality we have now in midfield. We could probably afford to have a little yard dog in there just going around, building people around and giving the, the ball to the fella beside him. When you have players like Trent there with his technical ability, Sabozloy, you have Alexis McAllister, you have Curtis Jones, dare I say, who really kicked on the back end of last year. So, like, there's, there's not many options, but I think if you're doing Lavier Lavia with a fella with a bit more experience, yeah, you're flying. But it, it, it's a, a bit of a juggling act now. You, you, what you can't do is sell them two boys, Henderson and, and Fabinho, and just bring in, bring in Lavia. Like a lot of people are throwing Amrabat there in the chat. All the talk, I think he's a good player. Yeah, man, Amrabat. I made the same mistake as the fucking off. You know, you stand thinking this was the same fella who played for Watford. <laughs> Remember product. that? Yeah, yeah, I was like, Yeah, I made the same mistake. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but he he's a he looks he's a really good player. But all the talk is he wants to go and play for Ten Hag again because I think he. Ten Hag managed them at Alkmaar or something like that I could be wrong but, but he, I think he did manage them somewhere previous I, I remember hearing so look I don't know what they're going to do the only thing I hope is that it's just you're not selling hand for, on for being out and you're only bringing in Lavia because you're not only leaving yourself there short body wise I think you're leaving yourself a bit of an experience gap that's not to say that fucking Lavia can't come in and play 30 yard Premier League games and rip it up but yeah at the end of the day he is a nineteen year old you have to be fair to the kid and give him a chance to, to progress without being under crazy pressure. And I think that's where the Europa League will, will come in handy, um next year. Now he the says teams it was but, Utrecht. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, look. All the fucking same. Yeah. They're all they're all Dutch teams that wear red and white. Ask me bollocks, really. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um so uh, it's going to be um it's going to be interesting to see to see what they do like you said that could be a fucking ball out of nowhere and you bring in someone you, you we we don't really expect but Lavia and, and one other that has been around the block but has enough quality to to push us on I think would be the ideal scenario
1: Um, Bilbo says clap.
0: keep saying Shawnee elaborate top five Top five in the Premier League next year, he'll be in the
1: Champions League. So that, oh, that's yes, great. yeah. Boom um, Boom uh, reckons Klopp didn't like Amarabat's attitude when he spoke with Jenny, so he didn't go back into him. United are welcome to him. I think he's a good signing for United. I think he'd be a good signing for. He'd be alright for. I think he's an alright signing. You know, he's sitting there in Fiorentina. He, if, if he was. For me, he could have been snapped for 25, 30 million from Fiorentina after I woke up, and he wasn't. You know what I mean? He simply wasn't. And. Now it's the talk 25 million again. Like, you know, that's 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 a nothing amount of money now in, in football terms. And I don't know, there may be just some doubt about him. I thought he'd bring a brilliant World Cup, don't get me wrong. But I'm not too sure he's the one that you bring in. Like, I'm I'm really caught between... I've no problem if you brought someone in at 27, 28 and you said, look, he's just going to be there for two years. We know he's not, he's not going to be the best thing in the world. And we get rid of him in two years When when... Say a Lavia is just our main number six. By Chetage is there with him. And we want to bring a project in, as they say, in two years' time. So I think it is, it's not only looking at what we want now. I think it's what we're looking at going um going uh, further down the line. Um Cachel says I'd get Lavia and Connie. Um uh Renalan Padiachi, and I hope I've said that right. He says, Imagine Lavia and Kimmich, Kimmich's name does pop up, and I'm like, yeah, that that's not bad in fairness. Um just says Amrabat does a job, solid player, uh, no special, but sometimes that's all you need to be. And I, that's where I see the argument for Amrabat. Nothing special. Just gets in and, and does it. Dan, uh, Danielle reckons Amrabat is uh, more West Ham quality. Lavi and Torham, says Sam Tandy. And um let me see. If um, I'm being a
0: little bit if I'm being a little bit hipster, like I'm gonna be a little bit hipster, if the like if I could hand pick one player that's not really been named, it'd be Zoobi Mendy or Sociedad He's... Fucking quality, right. he's really, really, really good. He's my type of player. A bit like Alon, like in Alonzo Mal Hall screen. Alvarez being
1: mentioned that way as well. Sorry, that was the the one. Yeah, I was he's like,
0: decent lot. player and he's versatile as well. So he would be one that would make sense really in terms of a profile. But Zubi Mendy is one that I I, I really really like him. at associate that. I think he he could be one to keep an eye on. But I believe Barca and. Atletico are sniffing around him uh,
1: yeah. At the moment <coughs> And a lot of them In fairness It's a bit like If you don't get them now You don't get them Because they go to a Spanish club And they stay at a Spanish club And if they prove it there They stay there If they don't They end up Just moving down the league A little bit in Spain And staying where they are um, Have you seen any of the pre-season?
0: Highlights, Gav Just, mm. just highlights what,
1: no, have the, you made from, have what have you made
0: from the highlights? Not a lot Nunes looks sharp Mm-hmm. McAllister looks sharp and Ben Doak is the second coming of Kenny Dalglish right. slash Archie Glemmel so slash Leo Messi yeah. I fucking, I, 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 genuine, I genuinely think he's going to be a superstar because he just has that little head on him that he mm-hmm. just like I don't give a bollocks I know I have ability we've seen him when he came on last year against Villa the little bit of magic album I hope he's kept around uh, this season in given games because again back to the old attitude I think good enough old enough uh, I think he has all the tilts based on the few bits I've seen Kwanzaa as well as one who I, I have a, a mate of mine uh, is doing analysis in England for Aston Villa and he's been looked at by a lot of the, the clubs in England like the likes of Brighton and all are looking at, at Kwanzaa mm. Yeah, trying to snare him when, so
1: yeah, when that, you pick up at that age yeah.
0: so he has quality Like yeah, he's 20 like, he is 20 but oh, like I wouldn't be surprised if he features because Klopp has a bit of a headache now because it depends how serious he's going to take the Europa group stages and...
1: well, I think is definitely in there as the fifth centre half because if, if, if rumours are believed Nat Phillips is on his way out right so and Reese Williams has gone to Aberdeen alone so you're left with Kwanzaa there's no one else and there, don't The do. thing with Kwanzaa is he has all the... Van der Berg's gone to Mainz.
0: He, he has all the... Like, he has the qualities that you'd associate with a modern centre-half. He, he's huge. He's quick. And he's really good with the ball. You know? So, like... It's just a shame he's a right-sided... More of a, a, more of a right-sided centre-half because he would have been a fucking perfect. Like, just had he been on the other side. Now, obviously, you can... You can... Train him to play that side because Van Dijk is has played left side of a of back four, but he's Virgil, like you know what I mean. You kind of have to give a, a bit of a, a leeway there. But Kwanzaa really like to look at him. McAllister is, I think McAllister is going to surprise a lot. Obviously, people know how good he is, but I don't think people know how good he is really, just how good he is. I think McAllister's fucking. He's gonna. He's gonna be one of our, one of. He's gonna be one of our key players next year, I believe. Uh,
1: it's but the thing on am
0: Dol- I I, I try not to read too much in the preseason no. guys, because you know, like them lads before that game yesterday. Yeah, they're playing fucking lads in the second day, second day of the Bundesliga, but they're probably had to run about fucking 15k in the morning before the game. I know the game was early, but they do they, they have double sessions in their legs. They do be bollocks. It's it's just a complete exercise. That's all it is.
1: The thing on um, Doak is, is that Klopp's very open about saying how good he is and the joy he is to watch. I was listening to him on the Liverpool podcast today. I watched some of the videos the other day, but I actually listened back to the podcast version. And he's very open about saying, look, Ben Doak is a joy to watch. He's so exciting to watch. Even, and he, said, and he, he puts it in there and it's a really clever way he does it. He goes... Even with those things when he loses the ball now and then. And it's basically saying, love what you're doing, but sometimes just take the option where you keep the ball. And the next time you can have a go at a defender, because we're watching Doak, he just wants to attack people all the time. And I think what Klopp is trying to build into him is, you can attack, but just in different ways. You know, instead of trying to go outside a fella all the time or steamroll over a fella, you know, with pace and, and trickery, a little ball to somebody and get it back get you in a, the same, if not a better position. And that's where he is with though. Kwanzaa looks a unit and I'm not surprised people are around him and having a look to see, um, to see, you know, if they could, like you said, snare him from Liverpool. But I think he is the fifth choice centre-half unless Liverpool bring in a centre-half. And there has been nothing out there, bar the levi Caldwell stuff, which has gone very, very quiet again, to suggest that Liverpool are going to bring in a centre-back. It all seems to be on midfield. Um... And I'm confident enough over two midfield because I think I think Klopp would have been looking at one definitely. But when these two go he has to bring two. It makes it it just makes sense. You're left with eight midfielders. Um a lot of people in the chat there um saying look forward wise we look great. Defensively we don't. I I I think I think like you're saying, not reading too much into it. If you look at the forwards, right? they're all air normal forwards playing with each other in this this pre-season. You're getting the likes of of Lewis Cumas has come on and and done a bit. But it's the forwards playing with the forwards. The midfield, you see how many's left from last season. You've got two new ones in there. One of them's only played one game. You have Jumflers in there with them and the same in defence. There's a lot of Jumflers gone in there and playing different goalkeepers. So I I think the defence haven't been great in the games but when you look at what we've thrown into midfield and um, what we've experimented with there, the front line was always going to look best because it's, you know, the, the the most settled of the whole squad is the forward line. We know what those five are. We're throwing Doak and Kumas at it a little bit. But other than that, they're really settled. So. But I wouldn't read too much into it. It's all about fitness. It's all about rhythm. And you'll see it stepped up a little bit against Leicester. You'll see it stepped up again against Bayern Munich. And then you'll see close to what you're going to see against Chelsea when we play... Um, the name escapes me. Who they're playing, but they're playing in Preston, Um so that's that's where I am on preseason. Um, I really like the games. I love the way they come every four or five days now, when you just chill out and watch them. Um, we're gonna leave it there. Um, is there anything you want to talk about? Any other names you want to talk about?
0: No, I'm just. I'm kind of looking forward to it now. Coming back, kind of had me feel a football at the end of uh, the season, but now it's kind of. The excitement's starting to build now, I think let's see what happens now in the next few days. I think if gonna happen with this Lavi deal, it's gonna happen soon. I think well we're a bit lucky in the sense that it looks like Arsenal are gonna hold on to Thomas Partey and Chelsea are fucking him and then oh, hold. Are they holding on. on to him already? Yeah, apparently so, yeah. Oh, okay. I
1: think so, that it's... makes I think that makes more sense than anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it, like, if they were gonna let party out, then they 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 were gonna be going right. There's Lavia, then we bring him in, then in fucking two or three years, he'd be playing beside Royce, and there'd be nothing like them. Cause uh, that that could be the case, like you know what I mean? Um, we we'll. we'll uh, who knows? I'd say there might be an update tomorrow or something. Paul Joyce might say that fucking the clubs are reaching agreement, and he's gonna do. It's just, and it's not only how it plays out with Liverpool. The fact that. I can't remember the last time I seen Liverpool have a bid rejected because it's normally just fucking done and dusted. But it looks like to me that um, Southampton are probably trying to get a little bit more on but I don't think they will because I think Chelsea's hands are kind of tied with the old Cuisade, I think. They, they seem to be hemming and all over that. So, uh, yeah, I think we, it's a good chance now to, to nip this fella in the board and bring him in. Then, then again, get excited that, who might or might not come in? Because, like, after Lavia, I don't know what we're going to do. There hasn't been any real fucking solid links. Are you going to go back and get your man you Are you going to do to ramp? I,
1: I, think, I think the Lavia one looks like, if they've made a bid, you know what's happening there. And someone made a great point earlier. They said, look, um, it was in the chat, so it wasn't me making this point. They said, look, if Liverpool have gone in there with 37-ish million and it hasn't happened, you can you could nearly bet that Liverpool's next offer will be what they're prepared to pay, the most they're prepared to pay. And you know, so i saying, no, all Liverpool will walk away. It's just how they walk. Yeah, you know, sort yeah, yeah. It way. is how, like, and people will have
0: issue with that. But
1: that's how they walk, And well they as well as that, like, as well as that, I don't think a lot, I don't think anybody really thinks 50 million. It's a bit. I think if that touches 43 to 45, I think it gets them. You know, Liverpool give them 37 up front and rising to 45. With those... With those incentives being he plays X amount of games and stuff like that, rather than he has to win a league or a, or a Champions League, I think that'll get done. The second one, the second one's going to come from left field. 100% is going to come from left field. And I think it might come very quickly after Lavia. Because I think it, it, there's no way they don't want to. There can't be, Sean. There just can't be after the evidence over the last few years and the amount of players that are left that we need to. You can't, it, it's not fair on the likes of Boy Chet, just turn around and go, oh, listen, we're just bringing in that fella beside you. It's not fair. Yeah, and, we're,
0: we're saying you can't do a gap, but, like, fucking, not to be that guy, but they have done it. They've done it in the past. You know, so, like, that's that's my, that's where I have the, that's where my, to see that doubt in my mind is, they've done it before.
1: Yeah, I think, and I know <coughs> you, But this, you, this you is
0: this have been adamant that they were going to go, fucking, gangbusters in this window, and,
1: well, look, let's be honest. If they sign Lavia, it's 140-ish million they've spent. And one more, it'll probably bring them close to 200 million. And that's what they needed to do. Uh, Jake says, Gav's, and by the way, before I read this, Kevin Ball reckons these quotes are fake. He says, Gav, Tottenham Carvalho's quotes that he doesn't speak the club. And how he's told he'd play a, a 10 before he joined and now wasn't given the chance. I've seen that. Um, Carvalho saying he didn't really speak the club before he left the club and blah, blah, blah. blah Oy, Carvalho's I've, finished that
0: Liverpool League now,
1: yeah. Okay. Um I don't know I don't know what's going on with him. I I've seen the quotes, but I just kinda went, Ah oh, look, he's online alone at Leipzig. Like, No offense, but why are we making this big thing about him? You know, the sort of way. Leave him on loan and we see where it goes. Um we've we've bigger things to be worrying about at the moment. Let, that's why I felt it. Um John O'Fields we've no leverage, we need DMs and the club know that prices are, are going up. The he went from twenty five million to seventy million in the space one day. Well the the he went twenty five to seventy million did Palace come out and say they wanted 70 million? Did he? But you see, they can come out and say what they want, right? But the market value is still there. The market value is still there. Liverpool will go in and go, We feel his market value is 50. Well, we want 70. All right. Thanks for taking the call. Phone down. Gone. Liverpool don't play that ball unless it's something, an immaculate footballer like a Virgil Van Dyke or an Alisson. They don't play that ball. Simple as that. And the funny thing is, you can give out about it, but. If someone else goes in and goes and pays 70 million for the car, you'd be laughing at them. You'd be going, Fucking hell. This fella wasn't even mentioned three weeks you, so now, you're paying 70 million for him. So you have to, you know, balance your expectations, I suppose, with a bit of reality and and what would happen if it was somebody else doing it rather than us. Um let me see. Um yeah, look, we're definitely going to be speaking about this before the end of the week, Shawnee. About possibly the confirmation on Henderson. Fabinho, maybe that if that bid is in for Lavia, you can probably expect another one in the next forty-eight hours. And hopefully, if Liverpool want them, um, they get them. And then we wait and see for a second. I'm um, hope maybe 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 a centre back stuff appears at some stage. Um, Chelsea won fifty million for Colin Gallagher, and he hardly played last year. Was a West Ham putting a forty million pound bid today? And um, that got torn down. But that that's where you're at. Like West Ham shouldn't be going near fifty million for Colin Gallagher. Nowhere fucking close. There's 30. They're looking to they got 40 on that bid, to be honest. But I know that's how it is. But you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay. Do you know what I mean? Um, Avo feels that Fab stays and Hendo goes. I think they both go. I think they both go. Uh, Shiny thinks they both go. Yeah. Before we go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think they get the passport for the dog, and it'll be all sorted. <laughs> yeah.
1: Once the dog picks up his blade and post it post uh office stamps, um it'll be all systems go. And gets a few quid off his nanny when he's gone on his holidays. Everyone gets a few quid off than anyone they're gone on holidays. Um Shawnee, anything else before we go? Last chance.
0: Yeah, from anyone in the great at Dublin or surrounding areas, just gonna give you a fact now. Mm-hmm. North side funerals, I bet that in weddings. Legal, That's a fact. You? Yeah, but like, <laughs> like um, the crack I had yesterday. Where were you? Was, was that uh, my uncle Joe's funeral? Bert, yeah. Bertie, Bertie's father. Yeah, Bertie at his parish. Life, yeah. father, an absolute fucking, a legend of a man. With uh, a great send off yesterday. With absolutely brilliant. Where crack was it on? Thing. It was in the gar club out in Kilbaric. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fucking brilliant. It was an absolutely brilliant day. Like, it's kind of like one of them. Two, it's like a celebration of his life, obviously. Like, but, yeah. like fucking bad in some way. like I've had more crack yesterday than I did at some weddings. Yeah, funerals are
1: way better than the weddings. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Way better. It was, fucking, it was a great day. And just a shout out to all the boys, their cousins out in Kilbarrack. They fucking, they absolutely, uh, they smashed it. Yeah, yeah. you're out there. You've been playing I'd say.
1: Yeah, but he'd probably, is. He'd probably laugh and
0: he probably laughing at you, fucking scatting around the place to madness, fucking ah, oh, they're mad. The the mouth plays I believe. mad. They are absolutely. Nuts.
1: Well, look, I, um, our condolences to Bertie, and um, we got him back on soon because Bertie is some man as well, but um. As Shani said, they gave his father a great send-off yesterday and then um, we will get Bertie on um, soon and listen, he might even voice us down to the GAA G-A-A-A, uh, club in Kilbaric and he might stick on a bit of madness for us. you never know. Bertie would doesn't give a fuck to be honest with you. And Wango <laughs> says weddings are shy. Weddings are good but funerals are way better. They just... They just keep going up a notch uh, every half hour until it just reaches maximum. And it just, it, they reach maximum at about four in the day. Weddings take about till 11 o'clock at night to get going. Funerals are the way to go. If people you're having like a wedding, people, just pretend it's a funeral.
0: People are in the chat saying there's that they're taking a turn. But trust me, it didn't. The, the whole, like, the whole, um, you, you don't, I think, I, maybe it's probably the same in England in some parts, but Irish funerals are brilliant. Meant, because you're just sitting around t- talking about the person who's passed and telling stories here and, and, and stuff that you and then and then
1: someone someone that. someone's friend turns up with a banjo or a guitar and then and, it just goes rasher
0: and there's always some elfy who just walks around him nobody really knows oh no, yeah yeah no. around yeah, like yeah. Just yeah.
1: One of yeah. and then um, but uh, my only strong feeling on on, on funerals is there has to be a full cavalry that's my only strong Man. feelings on on funerals.
0: No, but there was a DJ that wasn't full car <laughs> but there was a loud out that was playing chicken and stuff and sambos the to oh, oh, amazing brilliant it was absolutely amazing. brilliant
1: anyway um, uh, Antwango says wait, not that Bertie that was on the show yeah, that Bertie that was on the show um, and Jim Brian O'Hallan in the
0: chat there thanks yeah. Johnny it was a session and I, I fucking was it was
1: it was and uh, yeah. Brian O'Hallance says we don't take we don't even take funerals seriously no, um, we we don't, and like, as things are, like, um, you know, it is a celebration of someone's life, and the Irish just celebrate, it. but then they kind of make it about themselves because they have a lovely day themselves. But it does, it does be amazing. Um, anyway, <coughs> that has been um the transfer show for tonight, which is what day is today Tuesday. Night. Um, I know Kev and Chris were recording. A great Games show because he just can't get a slot at 10 o'clock anymore because transfers are doing their head in. So that has been recorded. So hopefully this show and their show will be released as a podcast tomorrow. Don't forget to hit the like on the way out. Three people don't like us, shiny but that's not a bad ratio. 253 deal, 700-ish watching.
0: Boy brothers, probably. Ah, right, yeah, brothers. And, and,
1: and Ravish Rick real um And Veranda, cheers. <laughs> uh, but hit the like button on your way out. Yo. It's been an absolute pleasure with Shani having them back. It's been a pleasure with um, everyone in the chat. And this show is dedicated to Bertie's old man. So you have to, wouldn't you? Talk to you in a bit. Over and out.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.